Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Three CR eight five five AM digital three cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with Sally first broadcast on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Three CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants and we pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. Also acknowledging our LGBTIQ original inhabitants, including sister girls and brother boys for their unique contributions to diversity on and around the lands. Welcome to listeners of all genders, including, but not limited, to ladies and gentlemen. Opened up today musically with Don Felder from his solo album Airborne, first released on one of those big vinyl CDs in 1982 and released on DVD, uh, DVD, CD in 2002. I'm sure it's on iTunes somewhere, um, which was 2012, given it was all twos. And, well, pick that because we've had plenty of winners in a way throughout the week. Um, lots of things to talk about. Um, in, of course, the Globe Awards were last night. If I'm a bit croaky, that could be the reason. Gosh, I've been out. I've been in bed after 11pm on two Saturdays in a row now. I'm not really sure what's going on there. Um, midlife crisis, perhaps. Anyway, <clears throat> told you I was croaky. Um, but also there's um, winners for the city of the city of Glen Ira. Got to have a little chat about that. Um, winners on Intersex Awareness Day on Thursday, being intersex people. Uh, lots going on there, and um, um, a big winner though during the week. Um, and of course, Tilde, Tilda, sorry, the Trans and Gender Diverse Film Festival is. Um, also winning yet again for the third time. So lots been going on in the community. Good to see. Um, but as I said, a bit croaky after the Globe Awards last night. I didn't go out partying, but lots of winners did. Um, so I'm going to give a run through because it gives an idea sometimes of what's going on in the community. Uh, we opened up with the Healthy Community Award and the finalists were the Pre-Pack Sex pre Prep Access Now, I beg your pardon, the Rewired Program, programs run by Victorian AIDS Council and Queerspace. And, well, Queerspace um, sort of overcame the odds and picked it up. And I've got to say, I do declare a bit of an interest here as um, someone who is based in my work at 100 Drummond Street Carlton with Drummond Street Services and Queerspace. Um, a great um, win. They've done an amazing thing there for trans and gender diverse and queer people and given a space, hence the name, and very, very exciting, and um, only perhaps sad part is due to personal issues. Karen Field, CEO of Drummond Street Services, was not able to be at the awards, but she was acknowledged um, for her work in getting it up and running. But important that we have a range of health services that support queer communities in, ultimately, of course, I think we'd want to be able to go to, <clears throat> excuse me, any um, health service and get what we call basic care, so 
Um, that's, you know, for mental health coming out, we really should be able to go to any psychologist, psychiatrist, counsellor, etc. But we do need specialist services at times that affect our communities, perhaps a little more so. So good to see those sorts of services um, acknowledged. Second award for the night was Connecting the LGBTI Community Award. The finalists were Midsummer Festival, Purple Bombers, Minus 18, and the Melbourne Gay and Lesbian Chorus and Shout Youth Chorus. And Midsummer picked up the award, but the Purple Bombers, um, of course, do great work, along with many of the Rainbow AFL supporters groups. Um, And, um, you know, they all do some pretty good thing. And, of course, acknowledging the Pink Magpies who have been around for years, thanks to LGBTI trailblazer Richard Watts. Um, Minus 18, of course, um, 20 years in, um, might have been a sentimental favourite, but um, all doing good work. Midsummer picked it up. Um, You know, they do bring the community together. You know, some might say, well, what about the Murdoch media situation? Um, You'd like to think they've they've learnt from that. I think they genuinely have. Um, and you can't, but you can't. Uh, to, I think to deny that they don't bring the community together with events like Carnival and Pride, and you know, connect us to emerging artists in such a big way is really important. So well done. Um, the ANZ Excellence in Business Award, Vaudeville Drag Cabaret, and we had plenty of drag there last night. Good to see uh, Maxwell Grattan and Glee at PwC Victoria. Um, Glee at Pricewaterhouse Victoria picked it up. I, I look, I admire their work. They're obviously doing some good things. I'm just not sure about Glee, which stands for gay, lesbian and everyone else. That's, um, is that a raising of bi, trans and intersex? Not quite sure. I welcome your thoughts on that. Um, how you do that is you can email out of the pan 855 at gmail.com, text um, 61456, uh, <clears throat> um, sorry, technical hitch, 751215. Um, you can tweet at Sal God Said So or look for the post on my page, Sally Goldner, or on 3CR Out of the Pan 855am's Facebook page. But um, certainly, obviously, doing good work. The Protecting Our Community Award, um, three nominees, Victorian AIDS Council Gay and Lesbian Liaison Office LGBTI Beat Safety Patrol, well, that's physically protecting us, RMIT University, which we'll come to, and Dr. James Roffey and Andrea Whaling from Monash and La Trobe Universities who did great research into um, bullying of LGBTI people. But RMIT University picked it up and with their mentoring program, they're pretty progressive. I've done a fair bit of stuff myself with their queer space, so um, well ahead on things. So well done to RMIT. So <clears throat> when a whole organisation protects the community, that's pretty cool. So, and then finally... To end the first half and um, was the Think HQ Media Excellence Award. David McCarthy, uh, Matthew Wade and Mark Kearney. Uh, David McCarthy's on Joy, Matthew Wade um, for Star Observer and Mark Kearney who writes for the Bendigo Advertiser. And this, I think, he he picked it up, the award, and he's done some really good grassroots work. And trigger warning here for a very difficult story that emerged in the Bendigo Advertiser only a week ago that Mark wrote about a trans woman who was unfortunately facing stress because of this stupid postal survey, went into a psych hospital uh, only to be, trigger warning, here it is, deep breath, assaulted. Now that's a hate crime. You know, it's, it's assault. It's because she was transgender 
and it's a hate crime. So, and Mark's done a lot of stories covering the whole of the grassroots of the LGBTI. So you might think, oh, that's surprising, but he's really got in there. And well done to people in Bendigo who would have, um, you know, sort of um, put that together. So lots of great winners, and just got to say so. It's clear I do get a freebie to go there. Um, I suppose if you're a past LGBTI Victorian of the Year, there's got to be a perk. Um, and it was nice to be there and particularly sit with um, Georgie Stone and Beck, um, Beck Robertson. And if there's a big winner of the week, um, it's Georgie Stone because she is the Young Victorian of the Year and goes on to represent the Victorians at the Australian of the Year Awards, which of course are announced in late January um, at the time of Australia slash Invasion Day. So well done to Georgie. Lots of acknowledgement for her. So well deserved. Just amazing, amazing um, trans advocate. So um, poised and um, passionate. Really, really good. So um, keep it rocking. All right. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to play another track during the week and you might say, what's this got to do with winners? Well, you'll find out after the message, and it also came up in another context for me during the week, so it seemed appropriate. It's possibly one of the, I'd almost say this could be one of the most well-known songs of all time, but the version I've picked is from possibly one of my favourite albums of all time by Andrew Pendlebury called Don't Hold Back That Feeling, and it's an instrumental of Gershwin's Summertime, so you can put your own karaoke vocals to it at home, in the shower, or in the car. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au, and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Has your subscription lapsed? We want you back. Spend more than the evening with us. Reunite with us. Subscribe to 3CR and get excited. Call 9419 8377 or donate online, 3cr.org.au. And let's get back together. It'll feel so good. Celebrate International Day of People with Disability at the Victorian Disability Sport and Recreation Festival. Featuring over 30 exhibitors and three activity zones, come and try different modified sports and watch a disabled water skiing demonstration. This is a free, accessible, family-friendly event. Friday the 1st of December from 10am to 3pm at Crown Riverwalk. For more information, visit dsr.org.au. A 3CR supporter. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. And yes, just heard from Andrew Pendlebury with his instrumental version of Summertime from Don't Hold Back That Feeling, a fantastic album. Andrew's guitar work is great and he has guest vocalists on the album, Chris Wilson, Deborah Conway, Kate Sobrano, Dave Steele. Um, And so just a fantastic album. Track it down if you can. Um on uh, Warner Music. All right. Um, Coming back to the awards, um, well, 
where did we get to? Artist of the Year. Anyone would think I planned this because we had three Artists of the Year nominations, Miller Soding, Marco Ryan, and the winner was Mama Alto, the gender transcendent um, jazz diva. So it's Summertime seemed like a great track to play. I've heard um, Mama sing it and just absolutely amazing voice and, of course, also does a bit of, well, spoken word and telling a personal story on many things. And um, um, so a fantastic award for Artist of the Year. And I'm going to digress here because um, Summertime came up um, on Friday for me, not just with the weather, um, 26 degrees or whatever it was on Friday. Um, the um, I went was um, emceeing at an event um, for, well, I suppose it's Seniors Month now for Seniors Festival uh, for run by the um, Glen Ira City Council, City of Glen Ira, and a woman got up and just sang Summertime and beautiful voice, and she was the companion friend, literally, of a person who was an older 87-year-old lesbian who got up and told her story, and I didn't have it scheduled. Um, you know, MC has to be flexible, and we was. And Coral got up and told her story of a lesbian, and she was very modest. She said she played a bit of harmonica. Apparently, I found out later she's played with some of the best um, um, sort of musicians in the world or something. So quite amazing. Um, so a great um, sort of... Um, you know, it just shows amazing, you know, we just got to value people regardless of, um, um, you know, sort of their age or anything or any attribute because she just was beautiful and brilliant story, um, fantastic. Um, so, yes, value all our seniors LG and LGBTI people and intersection therein. So, yeah, great event um, and a pleasure to be a part of it. So, yeah, two reasons to play a version of Summertime. Um, Straight Ally of the Year, and we've got some music coming up for this. That's the next track. Um, three great nominees here, no question. Beck Dahl, who does lots of good work over on Joy with the Stand Up Straight program about allyship. Angie Green from Stand Up Events. But I've got to confess to a little bit of bias here. Um, the winner was Associate Professor Dr Michelle Telfer um, of the Royal Children's Hospital Gender Unit, who's just one of the loveliest people you'd want to meet. So passionate um, and um, very modest. As she says, she just washed up on the shore at the right time as she ended up being head of the Trans um, Gender Dysphoria Unit and um, also knows how to glam it. She she can get the sequins out. Now you're talking. Um, so very, very welcome and a huge round of applause uh, from trans and families at uh, the table I was on and pretty much every, pretty much a standing ovation and the MCs admitted they were in tears, as you would be. So um, a very good ally choice, but as I say, lots of um, good possibilities. Volunteer of the Year, um, Jimmy Twin, Sally Tia Conning, um, S2. Um, got to get you back on the show in a couple of weeks, S2, for Trans Remembrance Day. Uh, three weeks from today will be the show, and of course um, a big service um, event coming up on Monday the 20th. Um, which is the Trans Remembrance Day multi-faith service um, at North Fitzroy Library on St George's Road. and But um, unfortunately, Sally didn't win. It was Micah Williams from VAC. But volunteers, as was mentioned, so much a part of our community. Of course, I think we're biased. I think we do amazing work that's incredibly valuable and should all be paid. And, um, you know, we, who, who, where do we get the money from? Let's not go down that path. I could rhetorically answer that and get myself in trouble. 
But um, all great work, and of course lots of volunteers who glammed up for the night. Um, we then had the John Marriott Sports Person of the Year Award, said Flabby Spice here, and Jason Buckner from Glamourhead Sharks, um, the swimming crew. Um, Team Melbourne, Sebastian Delfina, but the winner was Meredith Maxie Williams from the Melbourne Argonauts, the rowing crew. Um, so stroke, stroke, win award. And Maxie did, and partied their cotton socks off all night. Um, um, afterwards, they were pretty good on the dance floor. I saw you there. Um, so for sport, I think really important that our community does acknowledge sport. I know many LGBTI people who perhaps weren't good at sport, particularly in a sports-oriented country like Australia, which I think contributes a bit more than the average in terms of masculine culture, a lot of us have faced difficulty at school sports, so it's good to see us sort of getting, well, getting a boot in there, so to speak, or lacing something up or whatever you want. Um, so well done to Maxie. And in just before we got to the last award, we had the Community Achievement Award, which went to Dean Curie, who's very heavily involved in the LGBTI community. The irony was he was, as he would be, for, for, um, photographing stuff on the night and walked up on stage with his camera and it was, who's going to photograph him? So lots of fun. Um, and the Victorian LGBTI Person of the Year Award, well, here's a, a star-studded field um, of volunteers. Anthony Wallace, who's from Equal Love, very, very quiet um, achiever. Um, Ali Hogg um, probably has ended up a bit more out front. Both do great work. See, introvert and extrovert diversity and ambiverts, always a good thing. Uh, Melissa Griffith, a, a Griffiths, a passionate trans volunteer advocate, um, and um, does a lot of work um, in t in, on a range of ways, including speaking at dinners and podcasts. Um, Dolly Diamond, well, performer extraordinaire. And um, and so you've got so far uh, a rally organiser, a trans advocate and a performer, but the winner was Micah Scott of Minus 18. And um, Micah didn't have parental support coming out at 16 and had a difficult time and um, parents now supportive, which is fantastic. And, of course, Minus 18 doing great work for queer youth um, 20 years on. So Minus 18 did get there in the end, in a way, through Micah. So a good night. Um, I hadn't been to the venue, the Glass House, down in the Olympic precinct before a bit. I don't know. I felt a bit awkward going from the massively overpriced car park, um, $30 for an evening rate's a bit rich. I may as well have had taken a couple of cabs or Ubers or Shebas or something and got myself smashed. No, that's not a good look. Um, rather than walk across the road, it's been a very isolating sort of area. But apart from that, um, can't really complain too much and friendly staff taking photos so you could all get in the photo. So that's all good. Um, but I think the thing overall about, a couple of things about the Globe Community Awards Two very important things. They are community-run and the money goes back into the community. The money raised on the night through um, profit on the event and silent auctions and all the rest goes back into the community grants. And one really good thing, which deserves a big tick, um, the performers, the performer last night was from the Cocoa Butter Club um, and... Um, and um, um, and Raina Petersons was their name. And Cocoa Butter Club is a um, place established for people of colour to, um, queer people of colour to go and have a safe space. And, and, you know, again, we all need our particular sort of niches and specialist services each in their way, whether it's health or performance or anything else. 
And we've got to get Danny Weber back in to have a chat before the end of the year. The next event will be during midsummer. Start hitting those next year calendars now, January 19th. So watch out for that. Um, so sounds like um, a lot of fun. Um, and um, we'll um, have, a, have a check it out. So there it was, the Global Awards, a great night. Um, acknowledge that it can be pricey, but I think there's, from memory, a sort of, well, scholarship set up, if I call it, um, where people can donate the cost of an extra ticket. So someone who can't afford to pay can go along, which I think is, a very, again, a very sensible community-oriented approach. And so big tick to the Global Awards. Um, there's, and when you contrast that with the so-called Australian LGBTI Community Awards, which are for-profit and have some, well, questionable nominees, when you have Facebook as a nominee for ally to the LGBTI community, and, of course, Facebook's so-called real name policy is considered transphobic, and probably in contradiction of some Australian laws, in my opinion, you've got to wonder about what's going on there. And also, they're popular voted. I I question whether awards can be popular voted. I mean, I'd be honest, I wasn't aware of a lot of the work of some of those Globe nominees last night, but because they're they're being considered on their merits, not how well they can publicise, it gives them a chance to become more visible. So, um, yeah. Um, So great sense of community and a great community awards night. Um, well done. All right. Uh, mentioned that Michelle Telfer won an award, so um, she is a health professional. In the words of the Doobie Brothers comeback album Cycles of 1989, she's the doctor. 3CR, 855amdigital3cr.org.au and on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855amdigital3cr.org. .au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcast on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And we just heard from the Doobie Brothers from their 1989 revival album Cycles and the Doctor, Tommy Johnson, back there on lead vocals. Um, Of course, um, well known for being lead on some of the really early tracks like Long Train Running and China Grove. Um, So, the Doctor. Um, Yes, Michelle Telfer winning an um, award for, um, sorry, for um, Straight Ally for her great work at the um, Royal Children's Gender Clinic. Um, well, lots of things been happening during the week and great to see um, LGBTI, well, the I was seen, so to speak, um, Intersex Awareness Day on November the 26th and we've got another day coming up in early November um, to have a think about, um, and um, what is intersex? Um, according to OII Australia's website, who are intersex people, under a page Intersex for Allies, which I'd really um, recommend people have a look at, intersex people are born with physical sex characteristics that do not fit stereotypical definitions of male and female, and their natural manifestations of human bodily diversity. Um, so, you know, people think... You know, you often hear people say, but there's just men and women. There's two bodies at birth. Mm-mm, certainly not. Um, there are at least a number of, var- there are a number of variations, at least 20. People say, how many intersex people are there? Well, some people say it's half of 1%, but the more likely figure that um, has been looked into is 1.7%, which makes intersex um, equally as common as people having red hair um, at birth as opposed to 
popping down to your hairstylist. Um, are intersex and hermaphrodite the same? No, hermaphrodites possess fully functioning sets of both, in inverted commas, male and female sex organs. This is impossible in mammals. Um, <clears throat> so... Um, um, intersex people face stigma and human rights violations simply because they're body- often, not always, but simply, and I say not always, not the only reason, because their bodies don't fit. Um, and of course, intersex people have health issues. You could be a little overweight, you could unfortunately have risk of cancer and so things like that. And so um, the medical interventions come from just trying to put people into boxes in plain language. Um, because it will minimise stigmatisation. Well, no, that's not going to minimise it. It makes things worse. Why don't we just tell people that intersex exists? Um, don't use um, um, people um, whilst intersex is the predominant label. Um, some health professionals invented the term disorders of sexual development or sex development, um, which implies that there's something that needs to be fixed, which... Um, is not really a good approach. I mean, same as, or not same, parallel to trans, DSM-4, gender identity disorder, irk. Um, no, gender dysphoria is a bit better, I suppose, but um, what um, what um, needs to um, happen is, of course, we value everyone, then we wouldn't have the word disorders. Intersex people can have a range of sexual orientations like the whole population and a range of gender identities and gender expressions, and some intersex people may be trans slash gender diverse and some may not be. Um, are they gay, lesbian or queer? Well, some can be. Um, how can you be an ally? This is probably the important bit. Support inclusion in health and human rights initiatives and obviously uh, might sound um, obvious, but involve intersex people in it. There's not a lot of people involved, but um, get them involved and then pay them. Adopt the 2017 Darlington Statement by Australia and New Zealand Intersex Organisations. Um, add in intersex when talking about sex, sexual orientation and gender identity. Um, and um, you know, make sure that um, you know, as a health professional you can do what you can to end um, stigma against intersex infants. If you're a, perhaps a nurse, talk to your colleagues who are in... Um, maternity wards or midwifery, and say, are you aware of intersex? And if someone, if some, you know, a child is born into with an external variation, what would you do? Well, at least give people access to sites like oii.org.au or AISSGA, so they can at least parents can make an informed choice before they're sort of well, I'm going to say herded into making surgery. It seems there's still relatively few surgeons and surgical bodies who. Have are in uh, who have been good allies. Most, um, in fact, are still quite saying, "Well, these surgeries are necessary. How dare you question us?" Not good enough. Um, but take it. Um, you know, most intersex people would say, "Only do surgery where there's a, a real medical emergency. Otherwise, let it let it wait." Um, so, um, include intersex in education and service policies and in employment diversity and inclusion. Like one example that. I heard once from an intersex person is, let's say you're down to the last two people for a job and the medical check comes back. Well, often, not always, intersex people have had to go through a whole heap of trial and error to get the right hormones back into the um, hormones that make them feel the healthiest. So if you've got a bigger medical file um, compared to the other person, oh, well, we'll just eliminate that intersex person. No, um, check it out carefully. You know, I'm 
last thing I claim to understand, for example, is computers. If you're a computer programmer, then um, I don't see how intersex would be a difference. So check out um, this page, oii.org slash allies, really good stuff. And also, um, In Your Face on Friday had an interview with the head of OII Australia, Morgan Carpenter. And of course, congratulations and acknowledgements always to two intersex pioneers, Tony Briffer and Gina Wilson, amongst others in Australia and around the world. I had an email from Melina um, asking me about um, analysis of the controversial Janet Albrechtson article in The Australian, which, well, um, there's already um, a few words in there that um, have the cockpit warning lights flashing. I saw I saw it, Melina, and read about a third of it and just thought, nah, why bother, really? It is just such stereotypical um, inaccuracy um, against trans people. You know, this the bottom line is trans people exist, the same as cisgender people. Um, we are who we are, and this idea we have to prove or justify ourselves, well, cisgender people don't, and on it goes. And as for forcing gender on children, well, why do why does a cisgenderous society that assumes everyone's cisgender do that? Um, Melina, you've also asked about Michael Kroger appeared on Joy and acknowledged his close relationship with her. And I, you know, look, Joy does some good stuff, but I question this approach that they say, oh, if we get big names on who are, in, and I'll say, these are my words in inverted commas, anti-LGBTI, we're reaching out, we're engaging. I'm all for engaging and trying to get, you know, I'd love us to get to a point where we had 100% support of LGBTI life would be very good. But you're not going to get there. And there are some people you've got to ask, why bother? Why do we give them time? Why do we give a platform? For example, Joy had Pauline Hanson on, did it achieve anything? You know, if we, it's interesting how we have to engage as a, I hate the word, minority. When has the Australian Christian Lobby ever said, maybe we should sit down and talk with LGBTI people and work out how, to, how we could do it a little better? And don't hold your breath. So... I think that having Michael Kroger on Joy really doesn't achieve a lot, to be honest. And lastly, Melina's asked, why is precedent taken over one group from another by conservatives? Well, um, hashtag wedge tactics um, would be my response there. And it's interesting, part the far right in America are trying to wedge LGB from T. Um, intersex isn't um, as prominent over there. And there's a simple answer. LGBTI, as I'll call it here, just need to sit down and work out how we keep doing it better. And then we set a precedent. We set, we improve ourselves better. And we've got to start doing that um, from now on. I don't think we've always done it well, fair call, but at least I think there's willingness on some people. And I've got to say something really important. Possibly the highlight for me of my Global Award tonight is after all the awards and the dance floor was up and running, a guy came up to me and he said, he said, I am a rich white gay man. <laughs> But he said, I'm appalled at how this country's going and we shouldn't be selling out other parts of the rainbow. And he said, but we shouldn't be doing what we're doing in terms of refugees, in terms of what we're doing on Manus and Nauru is disgraceful. So it's a kindly reminder that we can't, I don't really, I have to be honest, I don't like using phrases like rich old white men and rich white gay men um, because they can be stereotypical and we don't, none of us want to be stereotyped, Right. Let's take everything on its merits. So there's a guy who's got the right idea on allyship and saying, hey, um, let's do it better. And you know, we talk a lot in our communities as groups who face discrimination about privilege. Uh, well, 
lack of awareness of privilege is a problem, misuse of privilege is a problem, but um, when privilege can be used in a way that's, for the for, in the words of Batman, for good and not evil purposes, Robin, um, there you go, if it can be harnessed. So there's a challenge for us once we get beyond marriage, 18 days to go until the an official announcement on the postal survey. So um, thank you. You're welcome, Melina. Um, thanks for putting that question up. Um, and all questions, plural. All right. Um, people who have been in the music news lately, Jimmy Barnes has released an autobiography, and in the last couple of weeks there's been a special un- unseen footage of Michael Hutchins, the late In Excess Front singer who died 20 years ago this year. Well, it seemed an appropriate way then reason to um, dig out their collaboration, their cover of the Easy Beats track, which I had last night um, at the Global Woods. Good times. 3CR, 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. CR has all kinds of music programs for you to hear. From blues to hip-hop, reggae, classical, punk, jazz, soul, indigenous, experimental, indie, metal and other music styles. Check out 3cr.org.au on the World Wide Web for more info. What do you think of when you hear the word drugs? Medicine. Medicine. Uh, recreational. There's lots of things, isn't it? <laughs> Covers all sorts of stuff, doesn't it? It's a bad thing, but I don't know, people get good feelings off of Fun. Entheogenesis. Stupid. Fun. Youth. Yeah, fun. Uh, bad. <laughs> Dirty syringes. Shake my head. <laughs> Cocaine. Hater. Scourge. I'm agreeing with him. Trouble or maybe addiction, something like that. Something I don't relate to at all, I don't understand. Party time. Well, generally, sort of loser. If you think of that, recreational joke. I don't know, drugs, bad. Medicine, help people, helping people with their conditions, whatever that may be. What is the drug user? Who is this person a drug user? In Psychedelia, we're here to rethink the psychoactive paradigm. Sunday afternoons on 3CR, 2 till 3pm. 3CR, 855 AM, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Um, nearly got through the show without slipping. Maybe I should have asked for that double-strength coffee um, after last night instead of the, the single um, this morning. Anyway, um, um, what, lots of great shows coming up on Sunday. Um, Freedom of Species up next at 1pm if you are listening live. Um, in Psychedelia at 2 and watch before the end of the year for ex- an exciting joint production of Out of the Pan and Psychedelia. Watch this space. 3 o'clock, Queering the Air. And, well, I've been out. I need to get back in the loop because there's an exciting new queer show on 3CR. Um, as you drop off to sleep in Melbourne or, or Victoria and most of Eastern Australia, 11 and p.m. until midnight, Australian Eastern Time, um, summertime at the moment, is Sweet Dreams, a specialist music program with a focus on women and queer musos making electronic noise experimental pop and punk in Australia and New Zealand with Nina, Emma, Brennan and Romy. 
So there's some good news. Great to have um, another queer show on 3CR. Lots of queer presenters here, of course, doing a range of shows, intersectionality at its best. But there's a new one. So as it says, tune in and as you drop off, you'll have some sweet music with your sweet dreams. Thank you, Melina. Um, Well, I did get an award, but um, coffee. um, And thank you for um, complimenting my wisdom. I think the coffee helps as well. Anyway. There's lots of things going on in the communities we've touched on all day. Um, Tilda wraps up this afternoon. I went along on Friday night to see the film Free Cece um, about the story of Cece MacDonald who, well, was imprisoned um, for um, manslaughter in the end um, and was, um, I should say, trigger warnings coming up here um, in um, 2013 after... In June 2012, um, she was attacked and she simply held up a pair of scissors and apparently, although this killed someone, apparently was not deemed self-defence by CC and she spent um, 19 months in two men's prisons. And amazing story. Um, A lot of support for her. Um, And thankfully, although the State Department, the Minneapolis State Department of Corrections, um, did do some trans reforms, still not good enough, and um, a really good film to see, um, directed um, by Laverne Cox, um, uh, who put her um, you know influence behind it. Well done, Laverne. Um, and CC was awarded the Bayard Rustin Civil Rights Award by the Harvey Milk LGBT Democratic Club into August two thousand and fourteen. Love to get her. I'm not sure if she's been out um, here, um, but I'd love to, great if she could visit. Also now um, very much a prison reform advocate, um, an abolitionist, and talking custody issues. Um, you could, of course, tune in to 3CR's show that looks at prisons issues, um, do and time, 4pm Monday afternoons with um, Pete and the crew. Um, so, um, Tilda wrapping up this afternoon. I haven't, you know, I must admit I hadn't been... To, I, have this, I have a confession. First time I'd actually got to a session at Tilden. Just a really nice vibe. So safe trans space. Um, highly recommended. Well done to all the crew there. We've chatted over the last few months with um, Mick and others. Um, really can't recommend it too highly. And for people wanting to support the trans community as much as, yes, I'd love you to donate all your money to Transgender Victoria. There's an equally good cause there until perhaps consider sponsoring them next year. Other things coming up, well, um, uh, what have we got? Um, Transgender Victoria is at the moment, um, um, b- 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 you know, put a survey out on what you would like of a trans and gender diverse conference. And so um, check out Transgender Victoria's Facebook page for that. Um, we're not coming in with any predetermined ideas. It's it's for the trans and gender diverse um, and family community and we'll say allies. So, um Tell us what you'd like to see there. Other things coming up, um, we are only a few weeks away from Trans Day of Remembrance and you can book your free ticket. Um, please consider donating um, for the uh, multi-faith TDOR service at 7 o'clock on um, Monday, November 20th at um, Bagunga um, Nanjin at 182 St George's Road, North Fitzroy. Um, thanks to the City of Yarra for their support on that. Um so very, very important that that happens. Other things, got a little blurb here about an event that's happening 
uh, Monday the 30th of October, so that is at the time of broadcast tomorrow night from 6.30 till 9, um, hosted by Undercurrent Victoria, 33 Saxon Street, Brunswick. Um, and it's a discussion on individual and community accountability from a range of diverse fields. So you've got Kiravola from Shut Youth Prisons, um, Ada Conroy, uh, Lauren Caulfield, Marissa Spozaro, and Anthony Leckis, who's a councillor at VAC, and um, talking about the Flemington, Kensington, and uh, Flemkens Legal and Police Accountability Project. So lots coming up. Um, what else over the next week? Um, um, today is the Polyvic Social, and next Saturday, the 4th, is the Gender Queer Australia meetup at the fabulously named Hairy Little Sister at 218 Little Collins Street in between Russell and Swanson. And I'll be at Thrive next weekend. Ray was on the show a few weeks ago. So um, hopefully see you there. Very excitement. Um, Anyway, I'd better get out of here and make way for Freedom of Species. Um, As I said, followed by Psychedelia, Queering the Air at 3. And don't forget Sweet Dreams at 11. Take it out today with Dinah Wolf and a track from her album from a few years ago, The Wolfgang What's Cookin'. Sort of in line with Out of the Pan, maybe. Um, but it's, here's her cover of the Rolling Stones. Jagger Richards and Mick Taylor wrote Ventilator Blues. I'm going to take a breath. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.